What NFL veterans could be traded on draft day? We have a bunch of names that make sense to discuss today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And of course, a big welcome to our everydayers, you know who you are, those of you who never miss a single show. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit BetterHelp.com slash on today to get 10% off your first month. Joseph, happy National It's Draft Week Day to you. Feeling a lot like a December 20th right about now, honestly. It's the most wonderful time yep. of the yep. year. And that's yep. right. It's, it's what we are 24. We're going to draft dudes do math. Oh, 24, no. 48, 72, about 96 plus another 106 hours away as of right now. Who's counting, though? Not us. <laughs> not the draft dudes. No, not the draft dudes. It's draft week. Uh, and we have a lot of great. Big picture content coming this week between mock drafts, final predictive mock drafts. Uh, we're going to do a predictive top 100 board, Joe, and that'll include a YouTube live stream tonight. Yeah, uh, We are going to go live on Thursday, Friday, and spurts of Saturday on the YouTube channel, Locked on NFL Scouting, uh, for NFL draft coverage itself. And then today on the show, we're talking about players, established NFL players who may or may not be traded on draft day and whether or not we definitively think hard line in the sand, yes or no, do they get traded? I feel like this hard line in the sand is targeted at me. That way I can't play the fence. Correct. A million percent. I will give you yes or no. I promise. Okay. Shall we? Yes or no. So we have three different groups. We have passing game players. And that includes one offensive lineman just because we had to divide the show into three segments and he wasn't a running back or a defensive player. And the other ones were easy breaks. Uh, And we're going to talk about quarterback, wide receiver, offensive lineman, slash running backs, slash defensive players, starting with the player who apparently these two teams have connected once again with the New York Jets and the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers, Joe. Weird how that works. Deadline spur action. I'm sure the Green Bay Packers would sure love to get something this year for him to help Jordan Love as he takes over as a quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Kyle, I feel like the Jets are operating as if Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback. I would say that's a fair assessment. I mean, the the, the social channels are already, already out tweeting about it, right? So they consider it in the bag. They better hope it's in the bag. <laughs> right, because the pivot points are, are challenging to come up with. I think this is very easy. I think this deal gets done. I think Aaron Rodgers, by the end of this week, is a Jet. I think Aaron Rodgers is no longer Green Bay Packer by the end of this week. Ooh. Well, and, and look, 
we didn't box ourselves into saying what team. It's just Correct. a yes or no if he's yeah. traded. Yes, so he's, yes, yes, he's traded this week. And he Aaron no Rodgers will officially no longer be a part of this pre-draft conversation. Well, no, next year it'll probably be the same thing. You think so? God, I hope not. I don't know. I mean, um, the <laughs> last few years have been about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Rodgers definitively traded for, and and the final argument is the Packers would majorly miss the mark in my mind if they didn't get something to help, as you said, Jordan Love, whether that's two threes or a two that's in like the 42-43 range. Oh, wow. Really Those were oddly specific. Yeah, oddly specific. But that I think that, that's where <laughs> you're at, right? So uh, don't miss that opportunity. Let's get a deal done. Trey Lance, quarterback, San Francisco 49ers. Sam Darnold in the building. Obviously, Brock Purdy is on the brink of a $50 million a year extension. I'm sure of it. Might as well go ahead and lock him in. That was sarcastic. You can laugh. You can breathe. <laughs> Thank you. Is Trey Lance traded? So I guess here's here's the challenge with trading Trey Lance if you're San Francisco. A pre-June 1st trade, you lose almost $2 million in cap space. Right? So if I'm thinking about acquiring Trey Lance, if I'm San Francisco and I am already operating under the expectation that I'm not going to pick until 99, is a team that needs a quarterback going to strike out in the first round and then cough up a two? And then if I'm San Francisco, is that enough to move me off of what would be a negative cap maneuver for me anyway as compared to waiting, a team strikes out on a quarterback, you wait through the quarterback market, you get a little closer to the start of the season, you have a little bit better idea of where Trey Lance is in his rehab process. I don't think this is a draft day deal. I think there's a reasonable chance Trey Lance gets dealt, but I don't think it's a draft day deal for a number of variables. I have a hard time finding the landing spots. Houston seems logical, especially if they pass on a quarterback at two um, and don't feel like drafting one at 12 either. I've obviously made the San Francisco connections, Bobby Slowick, offensive coordinator, Kyle Shanahan, disciple, all of that. I think, you know, we've talked a lot about, or maybe we haven't talked about, you see a lot of talk about, the, the Vikings get ahead of replacing Kirk Cousins. And, you know, there are, I've seen some mock drafts where they trade up to two to get Will Levis. I've seen some mock drafts where they get Hendon Hooker in the first round. You know how well, maybe, much you have to give up to get that deal done? Be nuts. Be Minnesota's nuts. 23rd? It'd be absolutely nuts to me. Uh, but, I mean, maybe you ask yourself, well, maybe we should just trade for Trey Lance instead. You might get him for a third-round pick or something like that. Um, what about – a team like the Raiders, a team like Seattle. Maybe there are some spots out there that make sense. I have a feeling that Trey Lance gets traded. I do. Am I going to go different than you on this? I think I am. I think I'm going to go with yes. He gets traded. Godspeed. I think between somebody's going to get clipped here between Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy. I think that there's just not, They'd like to recoup something here for Trey Lance, and I think they can get something. I mean, I don't disagree. I just don't think there's enough motivation for it to happen now. Well, I, th- I disagree with you. I disagree with you. I say yes, he does. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins? I think this is an absolute yes. The Arizona Cardinals are very clearly a team in 
that's rebuilding and transitioning. Like, I mean, there's just a lot of new here. DeAndre Hopkins can't help this team. They need to move on. I think this gets done. It's how big especially because how big of a prohibitor do you think thirty four million, thirty four and a half approximately million dollars in cash due over the next two seasons is for a thirty one year old wide receiver to getting this deal done? What did Odell Beckham just sign for? 15 minimum oh, up to 18? Let's not start using that to justify anything. Odell Beckham signed with the Ravens because the Ravens far and away were well, willing to pay that him. That was there for him. I don't think that money. Amount of money. I don't bat an eye at the money. That money's good money for DeAndre Hopkins. That's not a ton. That's not I'm scaring anybody off. The, the precedent of taking on bigger contracts is something that usually is a deterrent for teams making deals as compared to waiting it out for a player to get cut. That's well, if you, don't, if, if you don't want to compete with the other teams, you want to make sure that he's yours. You offer something. I'm no, I'm just playing devil's advocate. So I do think this one does get. There's enough smoke in this one, and Arizona is a team that is rebuilding to the magnitude that they are. I don't think they're going to sit here and hold DeAndre Hopkins over the fire, right? For some team to panic and say, "Oh, well, that's fine. We'll just keep him." It's not really an option for Arizona. So I do think this this is probably a Friday Friday mm-hmm. afternoon deal. I agree. Is when I think that gets done. So I'll say yes on DeAndre Hopkins as well, which is funny because we said in the pre-show, hey, we know realistically like probably like two of these guys are going to get traded, right? And now we have five combined yeses through three players. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Um, how about the Arizona Cardinals uh, leadership? They wanted to make sure they that everyone knew that they were at the Oklahoma statue reveal of yeah. Kyler Murray. Yeah. There's a big... Made sure people knew about that. Didn't see any teammates there, though. Only, like, wow. executives. Bo Callahan, huh? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's weird. Are you going to watch draft day this weekend or this week? <laughs> Probably not. I watched it last year with my wife. It was the first time she had seen it, and she enjoyed it, but I don't know if it's in the cards for me. I'll I'll see if I can find an excuse to just throw it on in the background or something like that. <laughs> it's just have it's entertaining. It right? Yeah. It's Just, just don't, don't cling to what you know. Just enjoy the show for what it is. It's like pro wrestling. Another wide receiver here, one Cedric Wilson from the Miami Dolphins. So he's a little bit of an outlier versus some of the names that we've talked about slash will talk about, and that he's probably the – it's probably fair to say Cedric Wilson's the least accomplished NFL player on this list, right? Yeah, that's true. But he's on here because I'm like 90% certain he's getting moved. The Dolphins have – the Dolphins can save up to $6 million in cap space by trading him versus an $8 million cap hit, which he's currently scheduled for. They came out, the, the brass came out when they were asked about Cedric Wilson and said, we're trying to do right by him. Uh, we signed him to be the two, and then Tyreek Hill became available. Don't blame me one bit for the contract, because you weren't expecting that Tyreek Hill was going to become available for your trade last year, right? But he was wide receiver four behind, like, Waddle, Hill, and Sherfield. Sherfield left because you got Azucama. The team signed Braxton Berrios to $3.5 million a year. They signed Chosen Anderson to a $2 million one-year deal. I think there's enough here where the cap is so disproportionate. They said they've had teams that have called and inquired. So based off the pre-draft language and the Dolphins saying we're trying to do right by him, I think he's on here because he's he's a definitive yes to get traded. I think the Miami Dolphins would love to trade him. Right, and, and surely they're telling everyone that people are calling. Who's trading for Cedric Wilson, dude? The Dallas some, Cowboys, some, and some, or who? 
Somebody just traded for Allen Robinson. Right, but there's that so it, NFL teams do weird things all the time. There's right. still people out there that think Allen Robinson's a good NFL receiver that do thought he was going to be amazing for the Rams. Do you think the year. Pittsburgh Steelers think he's going to be a good NFL receiver? Now they Listen, did like a seventh I, round pick swap. Yeah, no, it's going to be Rams, for a ham sandwich, but like I I'm not sure there's especially during the draft like I don't know, man. I think Miami would love to trade him. I'm not sure that there's teams that are really lining up to to get him on their team. Are you saying no then? Yeah, I'm saying no. Okay, it's Joe Marino's first no of the day is Cedric Wilson. <laughs> I think he gets traded at some point. I don't know that it's during the draft. I think this okay. is like later on. Well, pick swap. That's my guess, pick swap. All right. You can dunk on me if you get it right. Jonah Williams? Bengals, right? We know the situation here. They signed Orlando Brown. Um, he wants to be a left tackle. He asked for a trade. I don't think this is going to happen. Maybe. The Bengals have very much been the team that says, oh, you want to be traded? Okay, yeah, we're not going to trade you. It doesn't matter. Deal with it. Why is that going to be different for Jonah Williams? The only way I think it, it makes any sense at all is if they definitively land a starting right tackle at 28 or wherever they pick. Like well, yeah, but if they, they strike- might want him to play guard. That's what I would want him to do. Play right guard? I mean, they have Kappa, but I'm just saying, like, oh, so in a vacuum. Right. You're going to bump Volson out? Maybe. Bengals fans got real mad at us for saying we thought he was a guard when we did our deep dive on him. It's fine. I watched the tape. I think he's a guard. I think right. Peter Skaronsky is a guard, too. You want to yell at me for that? Like, I don't care. It's I, the way I think. Yeah. It's what the tape tells me about the skill set. I would agree with you. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it happens either, and I think it's more because of the financials and the fact that it's a one-year deal. Yeah. It's a one-year deal worth 11 Hard pass. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. In fact, I was actually just talking with my 18-year-old niece the other day about how differently I saw things at her age compared to being 25 or even 30 years old. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way that we do until we talk things through. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just have to fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists for, at any time for no additional charge. You can discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOn. All right, Joe, we've we've reached our yes quota. Both of us. Both have three. <laughs> and now we're going to get to the really interesting section. The That's backs. the media sec. That was the easiest yeses, though, I think we have. These all get a little bit more complicated, I think, the rest of the way. Okay. Okay. So we're starting with Derrick Henry. Tennessee Titans. Tennessee King Titans Henry. running back King Henry. Stiffed arm Josh Norman one time, but didn't get the first down. I'm Stiff not sure if you saw Josh that. Josh Norman to the center of the earth, but did not but, get the first down. Yeah. It counts as a tackle for Josh Norman, so yeah. not a missed tackle. No, don't, dis- don't dismiss that stiff arm, please. It's a great stiff arm, but get the first down. Why'd you step out of bounds? I take great exception with it. You had a highlight reel, but you didn't finish the whole thing. You just went out of bounds. So Okay. Derrick Henry <laughs> is owed $10.5 million in the last year of his deal. 
wow, you're really aware of this Derrick Henry situation. Yeah, I've, done, I've done my research. I'm sure you <laughs> have as well. I know all about Not Dalvin as much Cooks. as you have. I, I know, know all that. about Dalvin Cook's three years left on his deal for like $39 million too. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Henry's 30 years old. Is he really? He's 3-0? I believe he, he turns 30 this season. Okay. So this uh, depends on when his birthday is, but. I believe it's mid-season. Okay. So kind of his age 30 season? Yeah. He's 29 and 117 days. Wow. So at the end of this season, he will be 30 years old. All right. Oh, $10.5 million in cash. Day two pick is probably the asking price. I don't think he gets traded during the draft. I think Derrick Henry gets traded after Tennessee starts the season poorly and some team needs him for a stretch run. I think this is an in-season trade. Mm, I, you don't, I don't think, think it happens. this is a before-the-season deal. No, I don't think Mike Vrabel is going to sit here today and ship him away. He Not wants with how to they've win. spent, right? Dude, yeah. I think this happens during the season after Tennessee's two and five or something like that. Well, Titans catch. <laughs> Titans fans Avid, are furious. Avid Marino Take a look hater. at your roster, Titans fans, and get back to me about where the wins are coming from. Look, they've spent money. Like you said, like we said, they've spent money. They they think they can compete. And I think you make a great point in that that mentality, trying to extrapolate them. Well, I don't know. How do you, are we just going to blame John Robinson for trading AJ Brown, despite the same thing last year then? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If you're John Robinson's everything's fault. John Robinson's fault. Is everything actually John Robinson's fault? Or is that just, I think a lot of it is his fault. Okay. Yes. Okay. I've criticized that man a ton over the last three years. Okay. I remember when he was fired, we were talking to Justin Mel. I was like, man, you should be happy right now. This is a great thing for your organization. He has boggled so many situations that prevented you from taking that next step. Anyways, Derek, I don't think he's getting traded during the draft. I would be inclined to agree with you. I would, I, I would certainly say he's not the most likely of the running backs to get traded. Which Dalvin takes us Cook. to Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. What's the narrative here? Well, he's 28 years old, I believe. Loki has a lot of miles. Have you looked at his touches over the last couple seasons? Been really productive to me. He's touched the ball a ton. Yep, really productive, touched the ball a ton. Uh, Spot track's going to do this cool thing where it doesn't load the... I want the exact numbers. Three years, 35? Is that what it is, three years, 35 remaining? I feel like that's what we've talked about. Not on the podcast together. So, there you go. Eleven million this year. Draft dudes do math. Plus twelve and a half next year is twenty three and a half. Twenty four. It's thirty seven. We were not, we were right ne- neither time. So, so it's three years, thirty seven million. He is going to turn twenty eight years old before the start of the season. Not quite as physically imposing but still very much an explosive player. Got his shoulder fixed this offseason. Some teams have called. I just don't foresee... Here, here's one of the big dividers uh, in my mind for Dalvin Cook versus Derrick Henry in their contracts. Derrick Henry's in the last year of his deal, but he also has multiple void years on the back end of the deal. 
whereas Minnesota can save almost $8 million if they trade him now. For Derrick Henry, it's not as attractive of a savings. So I think Dalvin, that works in his favor from a Minnesota, the team that has him perspective. And then we've also talked about, Joe, kind of the mentality of Minnesota this offseason and how they've added talent. They've kind of been transitioning. They haven't been loading up. Yeah, which I love. I think Minnesota will be much more willing to deal Dalvin Cook as an aging running back with three years left on his contract. The question is, is anybody going to give a contract for a 28-year running back that's owed $37 million over the next three seasons? That's where I get hung up. Do you think there's a world where Minnesota cuts him? Yes. Because one thing that we say, uh, we've I've at least made the observation about Minnesota, is while they won all those games last year, they've still been very honest with, I think, their vision and their plan. When when they st- when this regime took over, I think they had like a three-year plan. And their success last year hasn't changed anything. Right. And I respect that so much. And you, you often see that not to be the case. Right. Yeah. Even with the Giants to to an extent. You feel like they trading for Waller. Got away. And... They know they told us they did. Joe Shane told us that if you would have told him last year at this point that they'd be signing Daniel Jones to an extension, he would have said that would not have been his prediction. They told us they're not staying with the vision. Yep. Where Minnesota and winning winning games in the manner in which they did is gonna buy you some grace. And I think it's responsible for them to have the self-awareness that, look, we got to transition some of these older players and get younger and more stable to then load up and attack, especially with the division kind of in flux. But I said this on Locked on Dolphins last week when I did Derrick Henry versus Dalvin Cook. My plan A would be to dare the Vikings to not cut Dalvin Cook. I like that. All that leads to us saying we don't think he gets traded during the draft. Correct. I think, I think the financial, financial commitment, what are you going to do? You're going to trade for him and ask him to take a pay cut? Right, that's crazy. Ain't no way. Even though that's my entire, entirely my plan with DeAndre Hopkins, but for, for Dalvin Cook, I'll, I'll be very congruent <laughs> here and tell you that's crazy. I don't think a team would do that, especially with three years left on the deal. So I think there's, there's too much of a financial commitment for any team to want to absorb the contract on a 28-year-old running back who has played through injuries but has also been banged up. So Minnesota, go ahead and find a partner. I'll sit here and wait for him to clear waivers, and then I'll negotiate with him and try my chances that way. So we both say not traded during the draft, but probably not a Viking next year. Uh, Not a Viking, not traded. I think he's cut. Got it. Austin Eckler, Los Angeles Chargers. This was low a great deal. This was a great deal for the Chargers when they signed it. Yeah, and he's he scored like 40 touchdowns right. the last two seasons. It's insane. Stup, stupid production and stupid cheat. Four years for 25 and a half, 24 and a half. Good. He wants to get paid, right? So that's what you have to accept. If you're willing to trade for Austin Eckler, you're also committing to paying him. Teams are probably going to want to – let the draft play out a little bit. So I think if this happens, it's probably a day three trade. It feels like he's been really valuable to Herbert and that offense. Moving forward with Kellen Moore, you feel like he could really get a lot out of him. I I sort of feel like there's a path forward to him staying with the Chargers. I don't think he gets traded. 
Who's more likely to get traded, Dalvin Cook or Austin Eckler? I think Austin Eckler. Yeah, they're about they're just about the same age. Eckler's like a hundred days older than than Cook is. Eckler's been more productive, is better in the passing game, and this year is half the uh, almost half the financial commitment. And you don't have to pay him a contract to trade for him, especially if he goes on day three. You can say, well, Austin, you're you're here. Play out the year, and then we'll handle the contract after the season. If you're Austin, you don't want that. You're right right you now is your, when you, you're going to be at your most I, valuable. I don't. What, what, are you going to hold out? They've already kind of caved on that. Well, because it's hard to hold out in this day and age. Correct. But if I'm a team, Austin being in the last year of a deal and wanting a new deal is not going to stop me from trading for him. And we just said Dalvin Cook is two years... Three years, thirty-seven million. You could sign Austin Eckler to a two-year, thirty million dollar extension, and it would still be less money than what Dalvin Cook's owed the next three years. He's exponentially more likely to get dealt. I think this is a coin toss. I think that they get something. The Chargers get something done with Austin Eckler that ties him to the Chargers until Herbert's big extension is going to kick in, which will be in two seasons. Okay. So here's here's how I'll answer this. You're saying no. I'm saying no. He doesn't get traded. I'll say the only way the answer is yes is if the Chargers draft a running back, and I don't think they're going to be in a position to do that. So I'll also Early. say no. Re- right. Correct. But the, the Chargers would, would only have the motivation to do the deal. It makes sense for a team acquiring Eckler, but the only way it makes sense for the Chargers to trade Eckler when he's this cheap is to have somebody else who you feel is a, a lateral transition but a younger player already in place, and they don't have that. So I'll say no as well. That's a no from both of us. Coming up here in just a moment, we've got some defensive players, including two top 10 picks that are on rookie deals. Linebacker, Devin White. This one should be quick. We already... We did the whole thing. We did a whole show on this one. No. (laughs) Well, for Tampa... They should trade this man. Tampa should, absolutely. I don't think you're going to get any taker in the last year deal for a guy who said he wants to be a $100 million player. No, he's misplayed his hand here, and he's also not played well enough to have a whole lot of value. Yeah. Right. Yeah, $100 million, and you've kind of been – you've been objectively bad as a run defender and a pass coverage guy. No. What about the Pats? Nobody's trading for him. What about the Pats? That's the right kind of defense, right? Yeah. I hope they do. Right. Call them up, Bill. Right. Call call them up. Well, you know, Jason Light, Bill Belichick. There's a they've done business there. before. Yep. Yeah, they've done business. I feel like I there's very few destinations across the league where Devin White would be more valuable to a new team than he would be to the Bucks. And he's already the the value is already lopsided because of what the play's been the last two years. And Todd Bowles is a big fan. The right. Bucks have already said that they don't want to trade him. I don't think this gets done. No. Buda Baker, safety, Arizona Cardinals. This one should get done. Should. Will it get done? Well, Buda was not part of the Cardinals re- uniform release. Basically, just they, they copy-pasted the Ohio State Buckeyes uniforms, and now they're the that, Arizona Cardinals. I saw Card. that tweet over the weekend. <laughs> was I wrong? No. I'm like, oh, man, this is a a jersey swap. Uh, no, no. Ohio State Stroud. transfer jersey swap. <laughs> <laughs> All 
I'll say this about the Arizona Cardinals uniforms, and, and look, we could do an entire podcast on this. They're better than they were. Wow. What a bar to clear. I, Congratulations on not having arena league uniforms anymore. They're better than they were. They've had those things since like the early 2000s. We man. Put they the, held on to them forever. We put the flecked paint in, in both the helmets now. Buda Missed Baker. opportunities. Buda, yeah, Buda Baker. He wasn't part of the stuff. Neither was Hopkins. I think he should be traded, but will he? We're, we're trying to be predictive here. It's a weak safety class, right? Paper thins the word out there. What did you What did you make sense of? I forget who it was, but somebody was like, they had asked like a personnel person. The personnel person said like, yeah, I thought Buda Baker had a really good chance of getting traded for a one until he said he wanted to be the highest paid safety in the league. I'm like. That's not what he said. Correct. He said he wants to be traded or be the or highest, be the highest paid. You're keeping me. I want $20 million a season. Right. Which they won't do. They, sh- they shouldn't do with where Boone oh. is at and where their team is at. We already right. did that whole show, too. But I just thought it was really weird that, like, a personnel person was like, yeah, like, you think he cost himself some trade? Like, he cost himself likelihood of getting traded because of what he said. And it's like, well, then you didn't listen to what he said. Right. Well, that's – they missed the mark there. A th- does a two – are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Okay, so Brian Branch is the best safety in the class, and you have like Sidney Brown, Quan Martin. I have a take. Have a take. Go ahead. By the way, you just named two of my top five safeties in this year's class. Quan Martin's good player. I like him a ton. I told you. I told you. Actually, those are those three were all three of my top five. Uh, I don't. I don't think we get a safety in the first round. I, that does not surprise me. And that's like, that's not abnormal to happen, but just as I have kind of gone through the board and and set my own board for the Dolphins specifically for locked on Dolphins and stuff, I'm looking at the safeties and I'm like, these are really good players. I don't think they're going to go in the first round. And Brian Branch being 5'11", 190 pounds and running 4'6", or 4'5". Yeah, his RAS score is very, very average. Yeah, I was like, man, like, you were the the great hope for safeties going early this year and you didn't test well. And I don't think that changes the kind of player that he's going to be. But it just hurts the cause for him as, as safety is a devalued position to go early. I think he should like I we're trying to be predictive here. Does somebody is are the Cardinals gonna trade Buda Baker before midnight on Saturday? I think he gets dealt, but I don't think it's a draft day trade. I'd agree. I agree with you. There's enough runway there for them to try to negotiate and try to make it work. And if it doesn't, then you get to training camp or whatever, and he holds out, then I think you can move him. In. And, like, Arizona's not in a rush to get a pick this year. You're going to be bad next year. Yep. So, I'll say So, don't no. take Buda Baker and DeAndre Hopkins are long for the ride with you, you know? Right. Free them. Uh, Ed Oliver, the next guy on the list here, uh, you, Buffalo this, Bills. This floor's all yours, buddy. Well, he's a, he's been floated around for a while. You've seen some rumblings out there that actually he – confirm that he could be had um, a lot of thought is the prerequisite to the bills adding salary with the Deandre Hopkins would be, well, you probably have to clear some. And the easiest way to do that is at Oliver 11.7 on, or is it 10.7 on the fully on the guaranteed fifth year option? option. Yes. Um, and so last year of his deal, are you going to pay him? Um, I get concerned about the replacement there, but I, it's, it's, there's enough smoke there for us to, to talk about. And Ed Oliver's had his own cryptic, uh, Instagram stories and all that stuff too. So um, I think there's a reasonable chance this happens. 
I'm not going to go over for the last two segments. I'm saying yes. I know there's a lot riding on my answer here. Well, understand we both said yes to DeAndre Hopkins, and if the Bills are going to be the team, I think Oliver has to move. As has well. to go. Yeah, has to go. Yeah, and it's almost like I I can see them trading away at Oliver and then drafting Brzee. You right. know, something right. like that in the first right. round. I think it's I think it happens. Okay, so yes. What do you think Ed goes for? A three. I'd hope a three. That would be my, um, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but that would be my offer. If I was a team coming to you trying to acquire a penetration player like Ed Oliver, I would offer. I'd hope it's three. a high three, you know, not like a 49ers three. Not a comp three. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, okay. Cool. I get interested in like what, a picks, like 27, Bills pick 27, the Cardinals are at 34. You move back from 27 to 34, you exchange Hopkins and Oliver. Oh, you're going galaxy brain. Yeah, that's what I would try to do, do for sure. Big, big, big brain yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't know who has more trade value, Ed Oliver or DeAndre Hopkins. Man, that's a whole show. Right. <laughs> I, we DeAndre Hopkins is a better football player, There's right? No like question. nobody's but there, that's no not question. that's not the question. You but want the twenty five year old three tech or the thirty year old receiver. Right. And maybe Ed Oliver's not a top ten worthy NFL player, but he's a Good starting three technique. At Oliver is almost worth half the cost from a financials perspective this year. It's like nineteen four five to ten point seven. Yeah. Okay. Last player's Montez Sweat, pass yeah. rusher, Washington Commanders. Yeah. Thought process here is they're paying John Allen. They're paying uh, Theron Payne. Payne. Uh, they're going to have to pay do something with Chase Young. Um, is it just can, can they have this many guys paid? He's he's been a good player for them, but it, it, I, did we did I think, we put the wrong Washington pass rusher down here? No, Montez Sweat was the one I had in mind. No, but I'm asking you: Is Chase oh, Young Chase more Young? likely to be be dealt? Doesn't have as much value, right? You would think. Here's the challenge: though, like, there's veteran pass rushers to be had right now. Leonard Floyd's out there, and Yannick Ngakwe's out there, Melvin and Ingram Justin Houston, Melvin Ingram. These guys are out there. Montez Sweat's going to cost you. And, and don't we kind of look at this year for Ron Rivera as like a really important season? Yeah, we do. I, I don't think this happens. They'd want to look at it like a tag and trade or something like because that before. He, he's getting like $11 million on the fifth-year option this year. Yeah. So, again, I'll ask the question, is Chase Young more likely to get dealt than Montez Sweat? They can save $5.5 million against the cap. They don't have to make the fifth-year option decision. They could keep Sweat, who's been a more available player. I think they would rather trade Chase Young than Montez Sweat. I think it's more likely that they could trade Montez Sweat than Chase Young. I don't think it happens during the draft. Either way. It's a deep edge year, too. There's just some there's – there's a little bit of buzz. This, to me, is like uh, – commanders are – this is like a little bit like the Derrick Henry conversation. The commanders aren't having a great season. Somebody wants – an edge rusher for their postseason run. Commanders want assets. I think it's more likely to happen in season than during okay. the draft. Okay. Assuming Chase Young stays healthy. <sighs> right. Well, and all, obviously the success or not success of the commanders the is. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So I kind of hijacked the Montez sweat. We're both no here. Yeah. 
I think there's other investment opportunities that are exponentially cheaper that won't come with a pick and 10 plus million dollars in cash owed this season. So, Joe, final answers. Your final answers for yeses are Aaron Rodgers, Trey Lance, DeAndre Hopkins, and Ed Oliver. You have four yeses. I think my most aggressive yes is Trey Lance for sure, though, right? Yes, because I had a no there. Yeah, I felt aggressive. It felt... My yeses, I also have four yeses, are Aaron Rodgers, we overlap. DeAndre Hopkins, we overlap. Ed Oliver, we overlap. You have Trey Lance, I have Cedric Wilson as my fourth yes. You're probably going to go for four for four. I'm going to go three for four. You're going to get Wilson. Well, I'm why gonna... did you do this? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna have a good time talking to my there. friends, right? Like, <laughs> put it out there, man. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to uh, put more content out there this week, so plan accordingly. We're going to be live on the YouTube stream tonight. What, Joe? At like eight o'clock? Yeah, eight o'clock. Shoot for eight o'clock. We're going to be Eastern talking time. through our. Uh, predictive top 100, trying to come up with who we think predictively are the first 100 players off the board in the 2023 NFL draft. Uh, we have going over what that final list looks like tomorrow on the show. We have Joe's final predictive mock draft on Wednesday, Kyle's predictive final mock draft on Thursday. Friday is a post round one recap. We are live on Thursday night, 7, 7 p.m. Eastern. 30? 7.30 p.m. Eastern. I don't remember, think so. Just, just be ready to go at 7 o'clock. Uh, on the YouTube stream, youtube.com, Locked On NFL Scouting. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. Shout out to the everydayers who are locked in every day. We get a lot of content coming your, this, coming your way this week. Big picture stuff. So plan accordingly. We hope to see you then. And until tonight, peace.